0: Morning. the following episode contains coarse language, adult themes, penetration, reaction, fission, and no movie reviews this week, just news and rants and all that sort of crap like that. Tom, hickety hickety whack us with that intro music, baby. Got it. <laughs>
1: Shocking,
0: positively shocking. Hello, and welcome to Shake and Not Nerd, the official podcast where we wake up and we decide the themes in the morning at twenty past ten in the morning. Um, we did not think of the theme this morning. We thought of it, I think, yesterday or the day before. If not, whoop dee doo. I am your host, Udi, and joining me is with uh, joining me is with Fuzzy. <laughs>
2: Yes, I is with myself. Uh, Thank you for joining me today. Uh, Well, (laughs) you definitely need another three or four Red Bulls to get you going this morning, Dirty. It is a very early start for you, I know. I appreciate you getting up bright and early to clickly clack on that keyboard and suck back a couple of caffeine-flavored drinks. I think you've had too many Red Bulls. Yes, my
0: caffeinated beverage. I take a a grey with creamium. (laughs) Gross. And we also have Tom. Hello,
3: Tom. Hello, happy to be here. And yeah, what, what, what an entrance. I must say, yeah, I'm, I'm going
2: to say, I think it's too much caffeine, maybe. Your, your mouth is moving faster than your brain. <laughs> it's either too oh. much or not enough. I can't tell where, where the balance is right now. <laughs> Try both.
0: <laughs> Porque no los dos. <laughs> uh, this week's episode, of course, we have no movies to review. Fuzzy did suggest uh, the Snake Eyes, and I said no, wait. because last movie he suggested was Fast Nine, and that was awful.
2: <laughs> Fast nine was perfectly fine. Well, That's it what it was. It was exactly what we were expecting it to be. <laughs> Look, so if you were th- expecting anything else, I would be very surprised. No it was exactly what it said on no the box.
0: So it's agreed. Fuzzy's not allowed to near the movie suggestion box again. <laughs> Alright, two candy, one caramel. <laughs> Uh, so this week we're talking about everything and anything we can find, news-wise, that's worthy of bringing up. But of course, before we get into it, our show is sponsored by Incognito Comics. Now normally we would be recording inside Incognito Comics, but due to Melbourne lockdowns and then people protesting on in the streets of Melbourne yesterday, further expanding the lockdowns most likely, we cannot make it into the store to record. But that doesn't mean we're still not sponsored by Incognito Comics this week, new release-wise... There has been a couple of things. Alien issue five has come out with uh, Marvel Comics doing aliens, which is uh, take that what you will. Uh, I didn't mind issue one, but of course I haven't picked it up back then again. There was also the new Alien book that takes place right after the end of Aliens, with a sort of um, radioactive alien, glowing alien looks kind of weird. Still haven't read it yet, but I have it. Uh, and I've also been reading the I think it is the I no IMDb was it. What call IDW. That's it. Uh, Ninja Turtle series, which is fucking fantastic. And, uh, yeah. Go check them out at incognitocomics.com.au. Of course, if you don't want to read issues, you can read big books like a big man, like the Lock and Key Key House Compendium. If you like the TV show Lock and Key, read the book. The books are always better than the movies and the TV shows, in my opinion.
2: Well, with that being said. <laughs> What are we doing this week, guys? News? Well, bit of let's news? talk about Lock and Key. Did you guys actually watch that on uh, Netflix actually, when that came I was actually
3: through? Actually, about to ask the same thing. Not a single episode. <laughs> it
2: it was fine. It was totally fine. Um, it was it was kind of like they're trying to introduce a new like lemony snickets thing, but it just didn't really kind of kind of go. So it was a bit well, underwhelming.
0: <clears throat> What's that one that um, Robert Downey Jr. is doing? The 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 one with the lady with the horns on her head? Sweet Tooth. Um, Sweet Tooth is on Netflix. It's a, it's a TV series or whatever you want to call it. But it's also like um, you do realize that Sweet Tooth is a very adult series. And uh, they're putting the Sweet Tooth like Netflix cover on the front of the comic book covers. And apparently when kids come into the store being like, oh, I want to read Sweet Tooth. Domino's and Incognito Comics are saying to the parents, like, this is not what the Netflix show is. This is very adult. It's like but the boys, but not as intense, but still somewhat I'm adult. Say that the, like, no, no, very the Netflix graphic series.
3: Like, I've only watched the first episode,
2: but from what I can tell, the, the Netflix series isn't a kids' show either. Not really. But see, I, I look at the cover of that, and I automatically assume just from that cover, it looks like a kids' TV show. Yeah. Yeah
3: and i i guess it it does sort of look like it but like i don't i don't know because i haven't seen the rest of them if ian was here he'd be able to tell because i'm pretty sure he binged the entire thing um but yeah from from the first episode it it doesn't seem like a little kid show at all at all
1: Mm. it has
3: yeah definitely adult themes through it even in the first episode um and concepts in it that i feel like would would Maybe go over kids' heads, and maybe that's the intention. It's meant to have stuff that goes over kids' heads, but they're also able, meant to be able to watch it. But don't know.
0: Yes, and if we know anything from kids playing, you know, eight-year-olds, kids playing Grand Theft Auto Five, we know that some people just shouldn't be parents. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> moving along. Uh, what else we got news-wise? Uh, who I don't even think we started. Is we just went straight onto Sweet Tooth and and, and Lock and Key.
3: Uh, I can start off with a little bit of goss. Yes. Oh, I've got a, got a couple of pieces here. Uh, yeah, the first one that I have is that um, Warner Brothers has come out to say next year they're going to release at least ten movies that are going to be exclusively for HBO Max. So, and they are also looking at cutting their theatrical releases from the traditional seventy-five to ninety-day re- release window to forty-five mm. days. So pretty much halving theatrical releases Okay the
0: fuck? Why?
3: I don't know It's sort of And, and it's interesting because when I first read At least 10 movies exclusively for HBO Max The first thing that popped into my head Was straight to television movies Which is uh, Has a negative connotation to it But then I sort of went Wait, Netflix does that all the time I watch Netflix movies all the time that go there
2: And it's no different than a regular movie Why? Why is that still a negative connotation in my brain? Well, I mean, it is a lot cheaper for them to not have to print it out and do it to, you know, theatrical releases. The only reason you'd really do that is, you know, what do you want? You want, want to earn some money from it. You want to maybe get it into an award ceremony, like, you know, whatever it might be. But, you know, DC movies, they're probably not going to be um, you know, up for any awards anytime soon. So Suicide Squad got an Oscar. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Yeah, that was a really slow year. Um, but it's, I, I think they're they're cutting out the middleman and being able to produce content for themselves saves them a lot of money. Um, well, that's yeah, that's, probably one of the biggest ways to do it. Well, that's the thing. I expect their big
3: ones are still going to hit the theaters, and that's what. So they were saying oh, yeah. in that they were like, uh, I think it was the president or whatever was saying there is still a space for the box office if you look at Godzilla versus. Kong they earned 450 million dollars in the box office so I expect mm. films like that they're still going to do that do that, and then they're just going to be like well it makes sense because 90 days is a long like who goes do many people actually go to the cinema on day 75 plus to go and see a film um,
0: not really not. unless you watch unless you really like the movie and you're watching it like again
2: yeah yeah, I, I think people are they are they really looking for for quick turnarounds these days. So, like, yeah, you know, they—they want to make as as much money as quickly as possible. So, being able to put it out on a digital release or you know put it out on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever it might be, they want to do that as quickly as they can. So, shortening the times in the theaters makes a big difference for them. You know, churning out some of that content um, for everybody else. I mean, I, I I see movies like new movies I want to see. I see them almost. It, always in the first week if not in the first two or three and then that's it like if if it's if it's past that time frame there's something new coming out that i want to watch and i'm probably just going to wait for it on dvd i mean yeah
0: that's 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 a fair that's astute that's an astute remark thank you i i like to think so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on to some more news. Uh, <clears throat> this, of course, uh, it's, it's it's a lot of my news is rumours because uh, I didn't want to grab the because I the, made them the up. main ones. Because we, <laughs> uh, yep, I made them up. A uh, Hawkeye TV series which will be uh, coming on to Disney Plus at the end of the year, uh, closely releasing with the movie Spider Man: Far From Home. Uh, Far From Home, No Way Home, whatever it's called. No, uh, No Way, no Way that's Home. That's one. Yep. Um. Uh, rumor is that Hawkeye will reportedly feature the return of Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk slash the Kingpin, and that the Hawkeye TV series will be somewhat involved with uh, the Spider Man movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's, I mean, I, I,
2: I, I kind of, I, I kind of liked the character, but. Eh.
0: Apparently, Charlie Cox's Daredevil was supposed to be in the movie as well, but uh, due to uh, scheduling conflicts, he couldn't do it. Um, but Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin is definitely something that should 100% stay within the MCU, Marvel, Disney... Uh, but can
1: yeah, you have Marvel Kingpin universe. without
2: without <clears throat> Daredevil? Like, totally you can. You totally a can. Spider-
0: Kingpin's okay. a, he's a universal villain. A Spider- okay. Stuff. I mean, yeah. he's, a, he's a villain in the Spider-Man game on PlayStation 4.
3: And, yeah, fair and in spite of uh, uh, yeah, that's
0: um, um
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I just think that he's gonna seem very lackluster in comparison to all if he comes back in as a villain, I'll just be like, Oh yeah <coughs> compared to all these other villains that we're just getting exposed to recently.
2: Well, and especially because, like, his particular character within, you know, the, the shows that he was doing was very, like, they were trying to make him a grounded villain. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's big and tough and all the rest of it, but he's still, you know, a real-life, you know, down-to-earth supervillain, if you want. Like, they, they made him accessible. It's not so far-fetched that he had magical powers and he was doing weird stuff. He was just a, a big, tough gangster guy. So, I, I, I don't know how they, they bring that into those ones. It was Yeah, he was just... Like he was strong. He wasn't freakishly
0: strong, but like he took a guy's head off with a fucking car door. But and the the way that they explained that he was somewhat impervious to damage was he had like a fucking uh, a suit that had um, Kevlar weaved through it and shit like that. So when he got shot, it didn't actually penetrate the suit. It just damaged the actual
2: suit. Ooh, which- a John Wick suit. You mean? A bit like that because um,
0: Daredevil tried to take him on and Daredevil got the shit kicked out of him and he's like, (laughs) his his suit is made out of something and that's when he goes to the suit maker and Daredevil gets his suit made from the same guy who does Kingpin suit. Mm. Um, But yeah, I think Vincent D'Onofrio coming back would be fucking fantastic.
2: I mean, he's an excellent actor, Yeah, no no doubt about it. But um, yeah, okay. (laughs) Apparently
0: (laughs) it's a six episode series. He's going to be in episode five uh, from the rumours that I'm reading. Um, so And he will, is going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home in a bigger way than expected Hence why the show is going to hit the streaming service it's the same time the movie is released mm. So there we go It is a rumour and it is from a non-creditable website But who the fuck knows It's uh, it's what I'm bringing to the table this week The round table of the biscuit We call the table the biscuit because we all sit around it
2: Good lord um, Okay <laughs> I'm going to come out with a piece of news to move this on. Uh, everyone remembered the wonderful movie we watched this year, Army of the Dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're starting a franchise now. Have you heard I'm about this? I'm going to close that tab because I've got it open. <laughs> Army of Thieves is uh, is coming out very soon. So Army of Thieves is essentially within the what are they? They're going to call this the Army Verse or something? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes it's basically um, a a heist film it's pretty much i I think they're taking the zombies out or maybe the zombies are still there i'm not quite sure but it's a heist film which stars the same guy for the german guy from the army of the dead as the safe cracker i thought he died i can't remember who died i almost completely blocked out all of that he died closing
0: the door in on the mate who was bitten by a zombie and survived a nuclear fallout then walked
2: the airport all right, so this is a prequel then, um, which, whatever. Um, oh, oh, but wait, But Jeez wait, more. More. Is
0: there time they're to make, travel evolve? <laughs> they're making an Army of the Dead sequel. Get which fucked. Which Zack Snyder is going to start making... After he's finished his next Netflix movie called Rebel Moon, which was Zack Snyder's script for a Star Wars movie that Disney turned down, so they're Ugh. changing things around to make it a Netflix movie. Good Lord.
2: I hate um, Okay. Oh. oh, look at this. Look at this. Okay. So I've got a great description here. Um, Deborah Schneider uh, described the film as similar to the Italian job in a world with zombies. <laughs>
0: They better be minis. I'm telling you that right
2: now. Or riding what the zombie fuck horses is going on. It is it looks terrible. So it's um story by Zack Snyder so he's involved with it again. Um, and yeah, I think yeah, they're all over this one. So I think the only same character um, is the the main guy from the the safe cracker guy from they, the first one. The safe
0: cracker that's never fired a yeah, gun. Let they me put made that it
3: out that the safe cracker never had anything to do with zombies before. They they made that a plot point.
0: Unless, unless they're breaking into whatever it is, right? And then the zombies happen while they're doing it. And he's not aware of it while everyone is getting killed. And then he gets outside. He's like, where is everyone?
2: <laughs> do you Where's want to know the do-, do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to know the best part about this as well? The guy that plays the safecracker is also going to be the director for this film. Uh, he was also oh. the director for Army of the Dead, I believe. No, no, wait, that was Zack Snyder in there. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, so he, he would have is- been like a
0: camera operator or some fucking thing.
2: Yeah, so he is. He's actually going to be the director for um, Army of Thieves. So. Stay tuned, the Army is coming to get you, uh, whether the, you want it or not.
0: The only reason I am excited for these movies is A, the Army of the Dead episode we did was top quality banter, and B, <laughs> the level of math that Fuzzy went into for that episode is something that cannot explain how excited my Anus got. It was,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was just fantastic. It was very perky. I, um, yes. I'm have to. i, I I'm sure we'll get involved in the maths again. I'm going to do a bit of research on safe cracking just to see uh, what's going on. So I'm, I'm pre-aware of what's happening when we talk about this film, because we will at some stage, because it's coming out on Netflix. So please, please to our <laughs> listeners, we watch these
3: films to rip into them because we know they're going to be shit. Other people, stop watching them. Stop giving this man money. You don't money. have to watch them. That's why they're still making them. We have to watch them.
0: We have to shit on them. You don't. Stop. No, no. They, they have to watch it so then they can they can pick up on what we're putting down when we're chatting about sex. Okay, exclusively oh, good our plus, audience. So it should plus, be our how,
3: how, and us who listen to it, who watch it. No one else.
0: How, yeah. How, how bored do you get, Tom, where you go, oh, there's nothing to watch. Oh what do I watch I'm gonna watch this I do that all yeah, the I watched, time I watched the, the Terminal officer.
3: For the first time The other day
2: <clears throat> I didn't How good is it It's actually pretty good
3: I didn't, had no idea it's Tom Hanks really sad a, a,
0: a, a, From a different country
2: I wait Pro- here
0: <laughs> It's pretty fun. I'm from
2: Krakosia It
0: <laughs> makes you hungry For a whopper <laughs>
2: Um I, I just want to say about Army of Thieves as well um the the writer, the screenwriter for this one it's named Shay Hatton uh, did John Wick chapter three, uh, the worst of the John Wickiverse. Um, it did Army of the Dead as a screenplay Army of Thieves and is writing the next two John Wick movies. so uh, stay tuned for a big giant fucking flush on that. What if they're in the same universe? I hate you, I hate you. <laughs> John Wick fight zombies. Uh, may as well. I mean, it may as well at uh, this stage. Where they've, else can he go from there? They've already killed off the character. Um, yes, Thomas. Please, your turn to bring Regalus. a piece of news to the biscuit.
3: Stop calling it the. Biscuit, Don't say the biscuit. Though,
2: I. Like
1: it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so um,
3: as an extension of my last piece of news, which was around movies in HBO Max, uh, one of the movies that is coming to it is the Batgirl film. Um, And we have a casting for Batgirl, which is Leslie Grace, who is a singer, songwriter, and actress who is best known for her film In the Heights. You know... Oh,
1: no. That film? No.
2: (laughs) It's... It's it's not great. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's Lin Manuel Miranda. It's it's not fantastic. Um, He tried to do kind of like a West Side Story, but it's it's kind of not. It's yeah, lots of music and dancing and theatrics. But yeah, I I don't
3: know. Well, in reading this, I think this this was already publicly known, but I didn't even know they were doing a Batgirl film for HBO Max. So I'll just say it anyway. Um, Is it is coming from the filmmaker? filmmaking duo behind Bad Boys for Life um, no. Oh no! and the screenwriter who did Birds of Prey.
0: Oh, 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 oh no, oh no. <laughs> Mr. Burns reading his stock prices after he stopped, let me stop reading it, 1939, this is going to suck. But also, Warner Brothers always announce, we're doing this, we're doing, we were supposed to get a Nightwing movie directed by Chris McKay and he was putting up on Twitter that auditions are open for anyone, but it's going to be a brutal gamut of fucking physical exercise because you're going to have to do your own stunts and flips and shit. And that went nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Like Warner Brothers have this thing of we're doing this movie. And then three years later, nah. Nah. Like we're supposed to get a Green Lantern movie that
2: was supposed to come out last year. Nah. No one was asking for that though. (laughs) Apart from you. Apart from you.
0: (laughs) If you if you go into like I've I've still got it as well. You go into the special features of um of like the DVD copies or Blu-ray copies of Batman Superman. They have this whole thing with Kevin Smith and uh, Oh, don't get
2: me started on fucking Kevin Smith. I, uh, oh.
0: We'll come back to him um, And Jeff Johns And they have like this, this DC round table discussion And they go like And uh, we're, we're creating this incredible universe Where Batman vs Superman will go into Justice League And then we'll have a Flash movie and a Cyborg movie Releasing in 2018 And then we'll have this And then we'll have this And then, we'll this, and then the last one is like And I can't wait to bring you the Green Lanterns Coming in 2020 And I went <laughs> That's not fucking coming at all Yeah it isn't <laughs> It's, it's literally, like, one of those Disney, like, Marvel, like, direct fucking things where they're, like, they're, they're showing the timeline of releases, but it's literally just Kevin Smith and and uh, Jeff Johns, like, sitting in this Ugh. DC room, just fucking wanking on each other.
2: He certainly does love doing that.
0: Do they have their own biscuit? <laughs> oh, we'll get back to him. Yeah, yeah, he, he can join us around the biscuit, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, let's, look, let's talk about Kevin Smith while we're on it, because... I really want to talk about the absolute fucking travesty that happened this week with Masters of the Universe Revelation. Oh, Um, I I didn't even know it was out because I don't like He-Man. Well, there you go. Don't worry, because (laughs) He-Man's not even fucking part of the show, apparently. Um, There is a reason that they don't call it He-Man Masters of the Universe. They've called it Masters of the Universe Revelation, Um, although He-Man is all over the fucking intro to it. He's... Okay. Spoiler alerts for the start of it. They kill off He-Man and Skeletor, and it's like a side quest with all of the other characters in the universe. So what? It's it's mostly about. Yeah, apparently, Um, it's mostly about Teela, and like it follows her as the main character throughout the show, and it's it's not great. Um, Wait, 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 wait. wait. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. By the way, spoilers. (laughs) They
0: kill off He-Man and Skeletor at the start of the first episode and then the rest of the that is series great. is following around th- people who are not He-Man and Skeletor that's because great. that's like that's like making a Ghostbusters movie using the original cast and then killing them off and then following around Rick Moranis hey for <laughs> 2 hours. And a- don't get me wrong, Rick Moranis is good, but can he support a whole movie by himself? I mean, he can.
2: Rick Morales is amazing. What are you talking about? Not as, not as, not as. Not a Ghostbusters movie. I understand. Not a Ghostbusters movie. (laughs) He man is literally all over the branding of this. Absolutely, it is. He was all over the trailers and all the rest of it. He shows up um, briefly in every single episode as like a little flashback. So, Teela's remembering things from her past and all the rest of it. But it's the the show's really about her. And uh, to this point, anyway. So I've watched. most of the episodes so far, I think I'm, I'm what, five episodes in? And, yeah, it's, yeah, it's mostly about her. It's currently rocking a 4.7 on IMDb. Okay, so it has been, it has been Um, review-bombed. Specifically, there's been reactions to it. Um, it, I just don't understand, like, Kevin Smith specifically decided, he said, I'm making this. To you know, to please He-Man fans, I want people to see what's going on, and it just did the opposite for me. I, I watched He-Man as a kid, really enjoyed it, thought it was a great you know cartoon to watch, and this is just the opposite of it all. I don't want to explore these other characters; they are side characters to the main character, which is He-Man. Like, just they don't fucking get it. They don't get it so at who, all.
0: Who rides He-Man's cat?
2: Well, uh, he's just kind of there, so he's he's not even <laughs> around for most of it. So he. <laughs> It's just yeah, so so they have they even have fucking Mark Hamill as Skeletor, right? Which is oh, fucking what? great. I love it. And he only shows up in little flashbacks too because he is also dead. Um Because so. he is also expensive. The critic score on Rotten Tomato is ninety four percent. That's bullshit. It is absolutely like I get that there's a there's a good quality to the production of this. I think that's that's totally fine. Some of the action sequences are really great to watch. It's you know there is you know it's there's a coherent story here and it's well voice acted by the characters that are in it. But mm. I watched fucking Masters of the Universe stuff for He Man. It's He Man and the Masters of the Universe, and it's just they've taken that away, which is very very disappointing. This
0: sounds like. Basically, the Transformers cartoon after the movie, where it was like, "Let's have the series with Rodimus Prime as the leader," and nobody watched it.
2: It's it's exactly that. It's like it's it's watching the Transformers, but you don't have Optimus Prime or Megatron. Like it, it's like it's very disappointing. Those two characters are part of the core of the storytelling. You know they are the epitome of either side, and having those no longer there is just kind of shit.
0: Well, I'm not watching
2: it. Uh, look, I had a I had an, a good time with the first episode, and then it just went sharply downhill from there. Where I'm like, okay, well, you know, He Man's dead, and there's no He Man. They're not even bringing him back. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. So, <clears throat> Kevin Smith, go absolutely Roger yourself. Well, speaking
0: on Kevin Smith,
2: <laughs> we
0: got Kevin more Kevin Smith, Smith news. We got more Kevin Smith news. Uh, Kevin Smith is starts shooting Clerks 3 Next month with the main cast Returning Uh, I think Miramax or whoever it was Gave back the rights to Clerks uh, To Kevin Smith and he was very Happy because I think he got on on his birthday as well He put a big post up on his Instagram and Twitter and stuff And don't get me wrong I'm happy that you're Creating content but yeah, Haven't really done anything Good since. What was that one he did just before Tusk that was really good Um, It had Fucking John Goodman in it, and it was the fucking The people get hired a fucking like redneck's house and then they get fucking captured hostage and shit. Oh, like yeah,
2: Red State. that's of? it. Yeah, Red State was pretty good. Like, it was. That was
0: probably his last good movie, and probably Taz came out. And we all have our own thoughts on that movie, except for Tom, who probably hasn't seen it. Um, and th- what was the last one he did? The fucking Jay and Silent Bob, the reboot or whatever. Now, Oz yeah. from Incognito Comics. Likes the, the what is it, the fucking Mewesk universe or whatever it's fucking called. Yeah. The, the, and he said that movie is absolutely fucking shit. He's like, I bought it online to get it shipped here to fucking watch it as soon as I could. And it's fucking awful.
2: Yeah. No, it's not good. Like, they, the, I think the last good thing he made, yeah, you're right, was Red State. I mean, Clerks 2 was an amazing movie. I love it. Clerks 2 was good. Yeah. Clerks, obviously, iconic film. Fantastic. Like, yeah, you know, all of his stuff was good. Up until Red State, Tusk is, has some interesting moments to it, um, but then that Johnny Depp is fantastic in Tusk. Yeah, do any? Um, but yes, <laughs> everything after the second half of that f- uh, film is awful. Yoga hoses, obviously terrible. Moose Jaw, we haven't seen yet, which I that, that was that was probably cancelled. <laughs> yeah, that was probably cancelled. But like he he's just managing right now to flush all of this goodwill that he used to have completely down the toilet. I don't mind him being a critic of things and like saying, hey, here's these things that I, you know, I like and I don't like because I think he's got a really good brain for that. I just don't think he has a good brain for creating anymore. I think he's run out of original ideas that are actually fun um, and they should probably just stop. (laughs) I'm
0: I'm not, I'm not too sure like in regards to his critical side as well, because like he, he, like he's very passionate about comic books and comic book movies and all that sort of stuff like that as well. But like, he loves absolutely everything and then maybe six months after he release it, like it's released and it's done and it's made money and all that sort of shit like that, he then gives his a proper opinion on the films being like, man, that movie fucking sucked. And I'm like, well, dude, like six months ago, you were saying it was amazing and you were crying while you were watching it and now you're saying it's shit. Like, make up your fucking mind, yeah, dude. He cry- yeah. He cries
3: after almost every movie about how fantastic
2: it is. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I, I just... It's hard to it's hard to to like the work that he does now and you know he's he's come out specifically especially with that um with Man, and told everyone to suck it up you know this is what it is and you know, I got to make it and you know they he just seems to be the kind of guy that wants to go down a <clears throat> particular creative path but no he's not taking fans along for the ride with him
0: i think it was written by Mark Manar- Mark Bernardin as well who's his um co-host for these podcasts, mm. and he's like written he write he used to write episodes for that um <laughs> fucking David Boreanaz show that was after Bones where he was a fucking military guy or whatever the fuck it was. I can't remember what it's fucking called. Um, but Ma- I think Mark Bernardin's like an, a decent writer, but it's just like, dude, you had the opportunity to basically bring bring something back into the somewhat mainstream because I've never watched T man Tom has probably never watched yep. T man um, <clears throat> And like make it relevant. And it's just like you brought all the old fanboys back and you pissed them off. Mm-hmm.
1: And
2: we are old and fanboyish.
0: <laughs> well, like that's yeah, it's it's like bringing back Power Rangers, and then immediately killing like their main team and being like, we need new, new Power Rangers. I'm like, oh, well, what the fuck am I doing here?
2: To be fair, they seem to come out with a new Power Rangers team every second week.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but if they did like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and then they like just fucked it straight away, I'm like, I'm not watching this. Eh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I I have no dog in the Power Ranger fight.
0: Power Rangers, fantastic, bruh. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, is fucking good shit. Tom, news? Have you got anything?
3: <laughs> I'm reading. Um, I was reading about who, what, how many episodes Mark Monadon was involved in. He only wrote one.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh. Uh, um, RP, oh, he man. It was the same. Cons- I don't know how many episodes there are, but there's two writers who wrote one episode each, and then there's another writer who wrote eight episodes. Um, yeah. He was involved in writing eight episodes, so I don't know. Um, all right, so... I have a couple of things, but I'll go with this one because we said three each and I don't want to stomp on anybody else's toes just yet in case it's in their list. So I will go with The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf, um, which is a new animated Netflix movie based on the Witcher universe, which from what we've seen before appears to be based around a young Vesemir who, of course, is um, Geralt's uh, mentor. Yes, Yes, yeah. Mentor, yeah, Yeah. and will be introduced into the uh, universe in Season 2, or Series 2 of The Witcher, starring Henry Cavill. Um, We were having a chat before about this looking very much like the Castlevania series. It doesn't look like it's from the same people as that, but it is done by the same people as Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge, as well as the series, uh, or the people who are involved in Legend of Korra, uh, Dota Dragon's Blood Which I was saying before Is crap um, Voltron Legendary Defender Which I think you were saying before Is crap Fuzzy uh, Yep And A number of other things so, it, so I'm very <clears throat> I don't know how to feel about this I'm interested to see it But it, This Company that's doing it Has a Interesting With a very track, bad yeah, it has, out, right it Has a track record That's Both excellent and horrible
0: mm. One very very good Animated movie about Mortal Kombat, and the rest are pretty crap. Mm.
2: Yeah, that's. I mean, it's not great, but the, I mean, this is the. It seems to be the way things are going when they've got these big properties that they. Can't film. They know they're never going to be able to do it all in live action, so they do an animated series. Yeah, um, mm. like yeah, and they they have these really high concept things. Like you know, obviously they started. I think mostly with the the Castlevania series started it off. It really produced this this very high quality content you know big scale things and people have followed down that pathway so you know the things that we've seen in the trailer for the Witcher um animated series looks you, you couldn't do that in a live action it's just too big yeah. um so i th- i think that's probably a a cheap way of making big budget stuff
3: it also makes me wonder and I, I don't know if this is the case but it seems like it that netflix just can't seem to compete on an anime front with like things like crunchyroll and just goes fuck it we'll just make our own
2: yeah <laughs> Would well, totally fair and like the the series that you mentioned all coming on netflix so voltron um dota uh this one here as well like yeah they, they are have all been on netflix i think um legend of Korra was the only one which was on nickelodeon yeah,
1: nickelodeon.
2: yeah so they yeah they've done a, a fair bit of stuff and it seems to be that they've found a nice little home within netflix where you know they are like say trying to compete with the big brands and you know there's a lot of content. Whether or not it's good is a completely different question. Mm.
0: Well, I think Castlevania only did well because it was written by Warren Ellis, and now Warren Ellis can't do anything anymore because he's been (laughs) cancelled.
2: Fair enough, too. Um, Yeah,
0: look, I'm not going to watch this. Like, we we watched the trailer pre-roll before we started recording, and I don't know, it, it just feels like Netflix are riding, like, they're they're putting they're doubling down a lot on anything Witcher related, which is like you you don't need to have an animated movie giving us the backstory of Vesemir Like if you want to do something animated like this, make it like those awesome fucking flashbacks in the first Kill Bill movie where you give us like a cool fucking scene or something and make that animated because that scene in Kill Bill with um with Lucy Liu's character was fucking dope. Like just it completely just broke people's minds when you watched it for the first time. And now it's like now we're just gonna do an animated prequel movie. I'm like that's a bit that's a bit boring is it, is it more done?
2: is it more because they i suppose it was within a, a live action <laughs> film they obviously went to this heavily stylized um, manga to portray this japanese character like is that you know that because of the, that why it works so well or is it just that particular style was pretty cool could they try a different style and be a bit more unique with the style and would that do better you think i think oh it'd be uh, like yeah,
0: I think Kill Bill necessarily worked because there were they had the sort of the the yakuza cartel sort of stuff like that, and the and Lucy Liu's mum and dad being fucking killed and all that sort of shit, and all the blood drip. And The anime style worked really well for her upbringing and her and the the origin story for her character. I think if you did sort of, I don't even know what because the witch is like what Swedish or something. I think it is. It's because it, it's it's from books. So. Um, it's Swedish. So. Yeah, so doing it from that animation style, I feel like it'd be one of those like, remember when Marvel tried to do animated movies and those Marvel Legend things, and they were literally just moving like still images. Mm. I feel like if you did it that way, it wouldn't be as entertaining or gripping or anything like that. But I don't know. I, I just think doing an animated prequel movie just seems kind of lazy. Not lazy, but it's just like it's it's just like, hey, we want to do this. Like it's it's just some like you know fat fucking corporate guy just going, just make it
2: animated. We can do it in a week. <laughs> well, I mean, they they still get you know some fairly significant uh, voice actors to do some of the work in these ones, so I think that's that's been pretty cool. Um, so if you look at like the the He-Man series, like we were saying, like uh, Mark Hamill, Lena Headey's in there, Serum Shell Geller is is in that. Um, so they've they've got some big names that are actually doing some of the characters. Um, so I don't, I don't think they cheap out necessarily and make it you know pretty quickly, but it's. Yeah, it is something that they they can produce a lot more cheaply than a, a live-action show. Yeah, yeah, definitely, nice.
0: yeah. Plus, you know, getting Lena, Hedy, and Sarah Michelle Gill and all that sort of stuff to fucking do their own stunts or get a stunt double for them, and then fucking visual effects and all that sort of shit like that. Yeah, all of that starts to stack up rather than just hold your phone up to your mouth and say these lines in <laughs> this sort of accent. Be angrier. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, we'll get rid of the Zack Snyder news and the Kevin Smith news on my side. Um, We all know Indiana Jones, right? We all love him. Uh, apparently, Indiana Jones stopped filming because Harrison Ford hurt himself on, like, the third day of filming. <laughs> um, and then he was... And then, I don't know if... if Tom's probably not aware, but Fuzzy was aware at Silverstone. Harrison Ford was there watching Formula One. He didn't seem injured at all. Um, but Antonio Banderas boards the new Indiana Jones film. He's coming on board for uh, for Indiana Jones, what, five? Um, so Is it not, not, there we go. Uh, uh, the title says boards. So it could be on a plane. You do board <laughs> a plane. You need a boarding pass.
3: You just said boards a lot. That's why I was asking.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, there we go. We have Antonio Banderas coming on board. There we go. Uh, for Indiana Jones 5.
2: <laughs> we, I mean, they do have a big cast for this one, though, right? So they've got Antonio Banderas, obviously Harrison Ford coming back, you know, doing his hip every five minutes. Uh, Matt Mikkelsen's uh, back for, uh, in this one. I think they're going to have a, a pretty interesting... Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, sure. Uh,
0: Phoebe Waller-Bridge. <laughs> yeah. So... There we go. Um, but, yeah, I, I think this Indiana Jones movie is going to be pretty bad. It's
2: What we, yeah. What are you basing that on? I, sir, I say sir. The last Indiana Jones film that they did was amazing. It was a treasure. All right. One. It was. Remember the ants? What are you Never talking about? The, remember Shia LaBeouf? Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, I, I assume that was the last one we're talking about. <laughs>
0: Oh, let's let's do that as an episode. Let's go back and let's watch Indiana Jones' Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Like, oh. Let's watch some shit while we wait for shit to release. Mm.
2: It's not- <laughs> I'm already going through enough pain. Uh, putting me through that again would be horrific.
0: Remember Shia LaBeouf? Remember he was? he tried to pick up the Indiana Jones hat at the end and then he said, not yet, Junior. And he puts the hat on and he walks out
2: after marrying Marion. Look, that like was again? that was the whole thing. Was it was the the passing of the torch to Shia LaBeouf? Like they might have got that wrong, whatever. But like they they're completely going to write that out for this next film, eh? I I still
0: think like what was it like five or six years ago? There was like lots of rumors swirling around, just doing like we're doing Indiana Jones. It's going to be Chris Pratt. I'm like that's fine. Like I don't care if it's a reboot or if it's like if it's just a different story, like making Indiana Jones a bit like James Bond sort of thing fucking cool but it's just like that nope, harrison ford definitely wants to stay in the role i'm like dude you, you're pushing like he's 80 or he's near 80 you did your shoulder your third day into filming like what the, like this isn't the star wars thing of how the automatic door like crushed your fucking leg or whatever
2: this was you <laughs> pulling your shoulder like probably getting your jacket on like what the fuck yeah, no, he's like one bad, you know, light plane crash away from just complete death. Um, he's, I don't know, man. I, I just don't understand why he thinks he can still do this role because Harrison, like Harrison Ford is, how the fuck old is he now? He's like 70 now, Googling. right? I'm uh, Googling. But he, he's trying to play Indiana Jones, who is an action hero. And 78. 78? Motherf- like too old. Too old to begin the training. He was too old in Crystal Skull. And that was 2008. That was fucking 13 years ago. He's too old.
3: Wow. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He was too old to play Han Solo in 2015. Um like Alright, so so Sean
0: Connery was fifty-seven in Indiana Jones in the last crusade.
2: Yeah. He was fine then. Harrison, totally
0: fine. Harrison Ford, seventy-eight. <sighs> Yeah. yeah. I th- nah, it, it's it it's be. like don't get me wrong. I like Indiana Jones. It's fucking. It's a great, fun adventure film. But like, uh, I don't know what you're doing. Like, it's going to release. We're going to watch it. We're going to hate it. <laughs> and then they're going to go, oh, well, that wasn't the original script. The original script was for this, but uh, someone said no, or well, this happened. And i was just like, just you, you fucked it from day it was, one. It like, it's- it was meant
3: to have Shia LaBeouf, but he was busy being crazy.
0: <laughs> he was busy getting tattoos on his stomach for a fucking shitty movie oh. that no one saw. Now he's stuck with the tattoos. Did
2: I tell you I watched that movie? <laughs> oh, no. no, you did not. I did. It was terrible. Um I think he, he does take his shit off quite a bit. Um I think just to make up for the fact that he got their fucking tattoo. Um but it's just it's terrible. It's it's so bad it's just boring. Like the uh I just it it was I think it was called what was it the, t- the tax collector, that's the one yeah and yeah no he was just terrible there was absolutely no reason for him to have that tattoo on his stomach no point to it at all he was trying to be really cool kind of like I'd say like uh, Denzel Washington in Training Day like he was trying to exude that kind of confidence and cool and swagger about himself and he just right. didn't have it
0: right well. <laughs> That's uh, that's an expensive laser session if you want to get rid of that. <laughs> or, like, the, the tattoo trend that's going on where people black out certain areas. Have you seen this? It's so fucking stupid. When people blacked you know. out tattoos for ages? It- oh, like, it's it's a big thing, now where people are, like, they're getting their sleeves covered and they're just having black arms. Oh, I didn't, know, okay. I, I didn't cool. know that
3: was any pre- more prevalent, but I know that people do it.
0: <sighs> it's just a big fucking waste of money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there you go. Antonio Banderas is jumping on board. The Puss in Boots is boarding the Indiana Jones film. Or Zorro. I mean, you can go with Zorro. Antonio Banderas, let
3: me find out. He's no spring
2: chicken himself. (laughs) Antonio Banderas is 60. You know what they might do? They like I'm just looking at that cast and just trying to understand like what they they could potentially do is like a you're going to make Phoebe
0: Waller-Bridge Indiana Jones's daughter and she's going to carry the series going forward,
2: p- quite possibly, or Boyd Holbrook because uh, oh yeah because he's he's I he's young-ish. I think he's like forty. So like, yeah, <laughs> but he, he still could do an action film and he could do, he, he's, I think he's a pretty decent actor. He could probably do a, a fairly decent Indiana Jones, junior, junior.
0: He is 39. He would have maybe six years of being Indiana Jones before he hurts himself.
2: Hey, if, if Harrison Ford could do it at seventy-eight, this guy's got like another—he's got another nearly forty years to actually continue doing this character. How it's Daniel Craig, uh, fifty-three.
0: Google boy, 53. fifty-three. yep. Yeah, has got a- But
2: this is his last
0: movie as well for James Bond
2: and remember he did say that like three movies ago. <laughs> this is my definite last one ever here's a giant truck of money okay the next one will be my definite <laughs> last one ever <laughs> I, I, s-
0: I didn't know his spouse was Rachel Weiss there you go did, my, Daniel Craig it says on when you when you when you when you Microsoft Bing Daniel Craig it says spouse
2: Rachel Weiss don't be saying Bing in this chat like we can't we can't be <laughs> promoting Bing <laughs> That's how I find all my news, says Doody. Bing! I didn't know
3: know that either. And I'm fairly certain it's Weiss, isn't it?
0: Roger Reese, Roger. The the chick from uh, the the mummy. Mango Weespa. I was like, the chick from the movie that you
2: reviewed two weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. The one with the terrible Russian accent.
0: The one who trained pigs not to fucking breathe. (laughs) I I, I, I
3: watched it um, on Friday night. Uh, and probably the first Marvel movie, I spent half the fucking film on my phone.
2: <laughs> yeah, damn right. <laughs> it was boring. It, I think that's the worst crime of all of the like of any action film, for your film to be boring. Like it just has to have some form or level of excitement, right? Mm. It has to be action packed and it has to move. And if you you're slowing it down, I just, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you.
0: That's what happened.
3: <laughs> on the plus side, when they want more people in, like, a giant movie, they now have three more people they can put in whenever they want. If they-, they do.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I don't actually, know if you've... Oh, probably no one's...
3: They have an entire army of widows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. They, uh, they, they, there was a... Uh, because it's, like, New York Comic Con or not New York Comic Con. San Diego Comic Con pseudo going on at the moment, but, like, all stay-at-home versions of it. And Hot Toys showed off their, like fucking hot toy base or whatever the fuck it's called heaps of new figures that came out one of them is a red red guard uh the fucking david harbour from the movie who has his own version of a captain america shield that comes with the toy that he didn't use once we didn't see once and we didn't get hinted at once in the entire film that he has one
2: no but he was talking about i i should get a shield because um the the other character had olga kirilenko's character had one so he was like yeah, he was complaining about not having a shield, so yeah, I think he would have like stolen it at some point.
0: Why does a three hundred to four hundred dollar fucking figure of a character from a movie have a shield that he never used in the film? You
3: get pissed off. Get it's pissed like it's it a captain some of weird th- things, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just like it's it's just fucking stupid, like when you know big, you know, fucking companies being like, Yeah, this is a five hundred dollar figure of a, an exact replica of the character, I'm like, Cool man, I'm fucking on board. And then it's like, Here's a shield. I'm like, he doesn't fucking have a shield in the movie. What the That's fuck? Creepy. And it's a cool looking shield, don't get me wrong. It's just, it's literally a giant star, a giant silver star on a giant silver shield. It looks fucking cool. But it's
3: nope. a freebie. It's an extra. <laughs> now you can make your <laughs>
2: okay. own stories, Duty. That's right. You can use your That's what I imagination. Do. <laughs> um, speaking of toys spoiling stuff, um, They've uh, there's a new Funko out for the What If series. Um, oh yes, and this is relevant to uh, to our conversation now because Black Widow uh, is is in that as a post post apocalyptic Black Widow, and apparently this story will revolve around um, uh, the Age of Ultron event, um, where basically Ultron succeeds, and they are in a post apocalyptic world, and she is you know, running around doing stuff. So, could be interesting. Do you reckon? Yeah. The- they're really trying to force Black Widow down down our throats even after they killed I'm off the character. Concerned now. I'm, d- I'm yeah.
3: honestly concerned now, speaking of the What If series and going into the multiverse, that they have taken away all consequence. So
2: there are no consequences. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring are them no consequences. back. Yeah. They all got to come wizard back. did character it. Dies.
3: It's time they travel. back from a different parallel universe. It's, it's yep.
2: Tony Stark from
3: a different universe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Except he looks Tony ten Stank. years older and in need of more money. <laughs> they could bring in Tony Stank now. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's yeah, it's exactly. It's not. There's no consequence. A wizard did it. It's time travel, or it's a different universe. It doesn't matter. Like that's that's it's much. literally that episode of The Simpsons of like you know how can you explain this? Anytime something happens, the wizard did it. <laughs> like it's you've, you've just removed all continuity from the from the. Like, I think Marvel's just going to go fucking down. Marvel's going to turn into Star Wars. It's just going to fucking plummet from here, and then no. some random TV show is going to come in and it's going to start building it back
3: no, up. No, I, it, it has to go down at some point. It's going to. Yeah, the, the, it's going to end up be- being
2: like DC, uh, and uh, to be fair, like I think DC does some okay takes on different things and they you know but most of their films are done in isolation it's like they they don't have any continuity between the two it's just like uh oh he, here's a, a different take on this particular character oh here's a different take you know like they're doing a, another take at suicide squad bringing back some of the characters that they liked and not the others so it's like yeah they they just don't give a shit there's no continuity within that universe i think that's what's mm. going to end up happening with marvel is they're just going to go oh well this is in you know universe such and such or universe number whatever 616 and oh speaking of fucking jake johnson from um into the spider verse is talking about um coming back for spider verse 2 as well so yay, <laughs> yay just what he wanted more references to the. i'm not watching that movie <laughs> it's it's gonna be great um but yeah I, I think they're just everything is just just gonna be a giant reset button forget about it fucking like you say a wizard did it doctor strange did it um, fucking, you yeah, know, Scarlet Witch did it She's now got a universe on her own It's the Witchiverse. That's It's just, it's gotta be stupid
0: She's got a universe on her own where Fucking, she brainwashes people And she brings vision back to life and it's, uh, fucking, uh. Yeah More news, um <laughs> Uh, guess who's Returning to John Wick Chapter 4 It's Mr. Teeth Can't Speak Himself Ian McShane is officially returning As Winston <laughs> This is going to be bad because this is post getting in his teeth, and he's not going to be able to talk.
2: Are his teeth going to be even whiter than they were in John Wick Three? Not possible.
0: No, it wasn't. It was. It was a John Wick or was it Hellboy where his teeth were it fucked and he like he he couldn't talk.
2: Uh, uh, both. I don't think he. Well, no, didn't he? He, he couldn't talk in Hellboy because he kept spewing up the, the the stomach ghost. Um, but no, no, because oh, he no no because the, cause the chick that. had to spew up the stomach, the stomach ghost stomach. for him to be the ghost. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, he did have, like, I think it was John Wick 3, he had exceptionally white teeth, so I think he just had either new ones put in, um, he was trying something out, but, <laughs> everything to talk a lot less. Yeah. like I had no yeah. lips. <laughs> a it's a very rave. hard to see on, his a, on, a, on a podcast. So
0: a <laughs> So he's Matthew Perry from the Friends
2: reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Matthew Perry had been to a dentist uh, before the show <laughs> and he was under the influence of dental medication um he's definitely not going through rehab
0: <laughs> sorry tom you were saying something before i cut you off oh good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes so we have ian mcshane returning for for john week chapter four as if we didn't think he wasn't already going to be in there C- there oh. we go
2: anyone else any more news uh, lots of news. Um, Little Nas X. Do you guys know who that is? Yes.
0: No. <laughs> what
2: the fuck is that? Is that a TV show? A rapper. <laughs> he's he's a rapper. Um, he is. Uh, he did uh, fucking Old Town Road. Gonna nope. Take nope. My horse down the
3: old town road. Gonna. Thank you, Tom.
0: Ride. No. Go nope.
3: <laughs> Horses in. The, it
2: was with Billy Ray Cyrus. No, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Jesus, dude. I mean, you need to get out of the house a bit more. That was
1: culture podcast.
2: (laughs) Pop, yeah. What the fuck
0: does Billy Ray Cyrus have to do with pop culture? Massive.
2: It was. (laughs) It was the sound of like 2019. Like it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Everywhere. The
0: last thing I remember about 2019 was getting plastered, drunk, and then being locked
2: down for two years. Yeah that
0: that's F- <laughs>
1: Um
2: so he just released a music video uh to uh, for one of his songs called Industry Baby. Um and it has well it's basically um him in prison and there's a lot of you know men dancing around him and all the rest of it and they do a shower scene um where, which was um Wow, there's a lot of pixelation going on, let's just say that. So there was a shower scene where they were doing lots of very interesting dancing, very body movement dancing, um, and he put out a tweet last night saying that if this tweet gets 200,000 likes, I think it was, um, he'll post the unedited version on Pornhub. Um, <laughs> so I think he's at 170,000 likes at this stage. So yeah, it's, I think he's, he's getting close. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, if you haven't seen the video, it is uh, it is eye opening. Even with the pixelation, um, I can't imagine it, what it will be like without it. So, yeah, if you're uh, interested in that at all, check him out on uh, on Twitter uh, under Little Mars X.
1: Well, <laughs>
0: it's,
2: it's
1: I'm good. I don't know who
0: this guy is. That Tom singing his songs doesn't help. Um, He's pretty
2: massive. Like, he, he, he is, you know, pretty hot right now. So hot. Another game um, can't sing because it's really amusing if you watch the videos of him
3: singing um, without auto
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> funny. But yes, there you uh, go. Apparently,
0: apparently, we're supposed to get a, a Sopranos prequel that sets up Tony and Christopher. story. I have no idea. What the, I, haven't I haven't watched the, watched the Sopranos, Sopranos. But apparently,
2: we're supposed to get a Sopranos prequel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it's definitely food. happening.
0: For people who want to get excited about it. It's really interesting. When I go on the internet to find news, um, as mostly everyone does, they, it comes up with the, some of the most stupid articles that... This is one that I was... Con- I'm just going to bring it up in the episode now because I was going to say contemplating bringing up, but it, I'm doing it now. Every confirmed dinosaur for Jurassic World <laughs> Dominion.
2: Oh god! Okay, no, so so, just, just, Hold on two <laughs> seconds. You hold on to that one. I'm just going to talk about the Sopranos briefly because we're on that subject. Um, Sopranos <laughs> yes. prequel. is called The Many Saints of Newark. Um, it's mm. uh, basically like Tony Soprano's you know, as a kid, uh, or as a teenager, getting into crime. It stars Michael Gandolfini, which is uh, sorry, uh, James Gandolfini's son. So very interesting. Mm. It, it it will entirely hinge on whether or not he can actually act but he definitely sounds like his, da- his dad so it's got all of the usual suspects in there um it has Ray Liotta, um John Bernthal's in that one oh, my Ooh. absolute favorite Vera Farmiga's in there um yeah it's, it's it should be really interesting I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that Anyway, please tell me about your dinosaurs. No, no, who's uh, who was that person? You, you're always favourite. I was like, who? Vera Farmiga. Ver- um, she's in the the Conjuring movies. She shows her, any movie that she's been oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything yeah, that she's movies. in, I just I immediately hate because she's just terrible. I uh, just. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> I'm actually.
0: Anyway, I'm not. I'm not. It's it's a stupid ass fucking list. Uh, for every dinosaur confirmed and rumored to be in Jurassic World Dominion. I'm not going through it. It's fucking stupid. It's just people going, there's got to be a Velociraptor. Fucking really? They're in every Jurassic Park movie, you Muppet. Anyways, uh, Ahsoka TV series. Uh, That's that's coming up. We had uh, Rosario Dawson, of course, as Ahsoka in uh, The Mandalorian Season 2. There are rumours who to play uh, both uh, Ezra Bridger uh, and Grand Admiral Thrawn. Now, Tom, have you seen Rebels? No. Well, spoilers. Uh, the <laughs> last episode, <laughs> the the whole ending, and you had your time. The whole ending for, for Rebels was uh, they wanted to take out Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, wait, Re- Rebels. Uh, and, yes, I
3: have seen Rebels. I lied. I have seen all the Rebels. I haven't seen all the clones. Okay, cool.
0: Ah, that's fine then. Um, essentially, Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra Bridger basically go missing. Um, and Ahsoka is trying to, uh, to track them down and find out what's going on. That's why the episode in The Mandalorian is Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? was a big deal for lots of nerds. Anyways, um, rumours are that the uh, uh, rumours online claiming that Aladdin star Mina Massad, who's the character who plays Aladdin, uh, is rumoured to be the young Jedi Ezra Bridger, or not young anymore. And rumours, of course, for Grand Admiral Thrawn is that it will be Lars Mikkelsen, who is Mads Mikkelsen's brother, uh, who actually voiced the character in Rebels to actually play Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, If you don't know who he is as well, he's also in uh, The Witcher yeah, yeah, you get the voice actor actually plays Thrawn in the TV series to play Thrawn in live action,
2: which kind of like that. That's pretty cool. He's got a very I, cool voice. He's got a fantastic voice. I what does I, I he look just, like? He doesn't
0: look like Thrawn, though. Not like Thrawn. What's
3: his name again? Sorry.
0: Um, first name Lars Mikkelsen. Um, he's in The Witcher season. Well, there's only one season. Um, he was the he she was, was the
2: sorcerer. I think he was in like the first or second yeah. episode. He had like lots of naked ladies around him. <laughs>
0: He was the Russian president in House of Cards. Oh yeah. Or well, whatever, Russian president. Yeah. Oh, what are you talking about? Look um, at those
3: cheekbones. That man has some cheekbones. All he needs is a little bit of makeup and
2: blue.
0: He also needs a chin.
2: You can make a chin. Eh, you could do it. I, th- I think there's, there's, yeah, I, I kind of like it. There is a couple of pictures of him with like people of CGI to face blue. It looks kind of fine. <laughs> he just needs blue face and red eye contacts. Red eyes. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. And blue hair. Um, yeah, so there we go. That's
0: that's that rumor going around that we're having Aladdin play Ezra Bridger, and <laughs> we have, uh, uh, Liza Markison playing Thor. Uh, there was rumors that Benedict Cumberbatch was rumored to play uh, Thrawn. Uh, Thrawn, yeah, Thrawn. And um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch said, "I'm not getting in a jar of blue paint and getting dressed up for that." Fuck no. Um, so there we go. Yeah. Mm, I've got one one more piece of news, but uh, if anyone else has any more, fire I away.
3: I have the two trailers for the week, but I figured the oh, yes. big trailers, we can talk, probably talk about them to last. I'm assuming you both know what those two trailers are.
2: We'll find yes. out. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, the only piece of news I've got left is about Jordan Peele's new movie um, that we, we have a name for now. Um, it's called, well, this will be Duty's favourite name, Nope. Because that's what he'll be saying when anyone asks <laughs> if he wants to go see it. Nope, nope. Um, it's actually called so what's, nope. It, what's it about? It's actually called Nope. Um, I don't know what it's about. So all we've got is a cover of it at this stage, like just the the poster. Is it red? Um, it's no, it's oh, it's it's, it's no, it's not. It's blue. It's a very blue, dark sort of midnight blue sky. There's a cloud with like a like a. a Ticket tape sort of thing trailing behind it. And it looks like there's a circus in the background or maybe a town. I'm not sure. So, yeah, it could be interesting. It looks very, very it related, if you you know what I mean. Yeah.
3: yeah. I'm looking at it now. Okay.
2: So uh, we've got Daniel Kaluuya coming back. I mean, I love the guy. He's great. He's been in um, a a bit of stuff that uh, Jordan Peele's done. So we'll be interesting to see how this one goes down.
0: Right, oh, we've got. Uh, did he no? Did he write or did he produce the upcoming Candyman movie?
2: Uh, I think he was the producer for that one. He? Yeah, he's doing. He, he does a lot of pre- production stuff at this stage. So,
0: <clears throat> well, I did watch uh, Get Out. I didn't see the other one. He did
2: us. Us. Us or was then. good.
0: That's it. Get yep. Out, was,
2: get out uh, was better. Get Out was better. Absolutely. Yeah, Get Out was good.
0: Um, Norman Reedus wants to play Ghost Rider in the MCU. No, don't let Norman Reedus touch anything. <laughs> he can't act.
2: <laughs> What's your problem with Norman
0: Reedus? Uh, he can't act. That's he just he he just plays a
2: gruff, quiet motherfucker with a crossbow. Like that's not acting. Show some emotion. I, he was totally fine in Boondock Saints with that terrible accent. Um. <laughs> the Boondock Bros. <laughs>
3: God, he was the guy from Brundock Saints, so
2: right? Yeah, he was trying to put on an Irish accent. Like neither of them could do it, but yeah, you know, it was uh, it was Sean Patrick Flannery and uh, and Norman Reedus, and neither of them could do the accent, but it was just great watching them try. Who was um, he in he w- Blade. He's also in Blade Two. Yeah, he was the um the, the fixer upper guy who like in Blade, yeah, and who double crossed. He them. was a familiar, yeah, he double oh spoilers for Blade Two, um, yeah. <laughs> Remember
0: Blade 2 everyone (laughs) Uh, But yeah The Walking Dead's wrapping up this year So Norman Reedus wants
2: to play Ghost Is that still going (laughs) It is it's the last season Good god I stopped watching that after the first season I watched the first season and went yeah nah I can't do it anymore
0: I think I watched the first like 5 or 6 And then once they introduced Negan I'm like Cool whenever he's not on screen I'm bored
2: (laughs) Whenever he's not on screen everyone should be asking Where's Negan (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Damn right. Sorry, Tom. You were going to say something. We keep cutting you off. It's no, I, I the problem with no, remote I recording. He
3: was about to say something. I think we cut him off.
0: No, Fuzzy. No, no. I'm good. Let's <laughs> not right. go back. Um, you Over guys
1: remember?
0: <laughs> you guys remember the 2019 remake of that? It's Stephen King movie, The Pet Cemetery, right? With John Lithgow. It's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, it's it's fine. It. They tried to they tried to change things up. Instead of the little kid dying, they made the older daughter die, and then she turned. What a into switch! A daughter oh, spoilers! I just yep. haven't seen it. It's in the trailers. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that movie didn't do well, uh, critically, but it also, it did fine in the box office, and they're making a prequel movie, um, starring Pam, uh, Greer, who's Jackie Brown, um, and she joins, a uh, cast including Jackson White, don't know who that is, Forrest Goodluck, don't know who that is, Jack Mulhern, don't know who that is, Natalie Allen Lind, don't know who that is, Isabelle Star LeBlanc Don't know who that is And will serve as a origin story to the novel About a family that discovers the graveyard in the woods Behind their home Uh, It is coming to the Paramount streaming service Which means it will be video on demand Basically everywhere else Mm -hmm. We are getting a like, origin story to pet cemetery it's pre- you, do you need an origin story for pet cemetery no, no. like that, that don't go down that road what sometimes dead is better that's all that sort of, like, that's it, all you need yeah. you
2: need the mystery around it you don't want them to you know don't show us how the sausage is made just just leave it as it is leave the sausage alone uh, the
0: the dead resurrected demon sausage is made
2: <laughs> we, i wonder what resurrected sausage would taste like <laughs> not not good Especially if it's already been eaten, it's
0: basically vomit. Yeah. Well, 'Cause be resurrected, it's 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 unless it's resurrected meat and then it's literally it's that like remember that beer ad from Hans beer and it was the fucking tongue sleeping around the fucking room. It's that but a
2: sausage. Well I mean I technically know. if you're eating if you're eating it it could be just shit. So yeah. So it's that it's that
0: Hans beer ad, but instead of a tongue it's a turd.
1: <laughs> It <laughs> <he> just finds its <laughs> <his> way back <laughs> to the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine fucking
0: cooking shit on the barbecue. <sighs> well,
1: anyway, let's talk about some I'm trailers. <laughs> <laughs> right. This Speaking of the shit rails. on the
3: barbecue, uh, the first trailer that we have is Jackass Forever. So, of course,
0: I'm excited for it's this. The
3: return of the crew. How many years? It's been a long time since the last one, hasn't it?
0: Uh, shit, probably eight or ten years Because the last movie had Ryan Dunn in it And Ryan Dunn passed away um, So obviously he's not in this And Bam is not in this Which is great because Bam sucks
3: They're, they're, they're looking pretty old, I must say um, And I'm assuming from the way that the trailer has been sold This will be the last one um, yeah. And they seem to have gotten some uh, special guests That they wanted to get in there So you see Machine Gun Kelly is in the trailer um, as is Eric Andre. I didn't notice other famous people. I'm not sure whether you guys did.
0: No, no, I, I nah. <laughs> I was just I was paying attention to the original casting crew. I only know Machine Gun Kelly from that one episode of Catfish. I don't know well, what that, else. Well, they <laughs> got
2: Tony, Tony Hawk's in there. Um, oh, I, didn't I think see Tony Hawk. Okay. Yeah, Tori Belecchi's in there as well uh, from Mythbusters. Oh, cool Yeah And uh, who else is in here Here we go Spike Jones And Tyler the Creator So, um, yeah There's there's a few people
3: Well, I'm assuming If Machine Gun Kelly's in there They're gonna just chuck Megan Fox on the camera For some point in time Just for the sake of it
0: <laughs> Is that is that who Megan Fox is Yeah, with?
3: so She did a movie With Machine Gun Kelly And pretty much Immediately after the movie Left her husband And, um Went with him.
0: So it's Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but with Mr. and Mrs. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs>
2: Pretty much.
1: Yep.
0: There Tom knows a lot about who's dating who in Hollywood. We should have that as a report. Tom, what's going on in the love life of Hollywood? Well, this week, duty, I watched that movie, that Netflix series where they turn people into fucking animals and they date each other.
3: Well, I sent you guys a video of, uh, of it where I actually went, oh, no, but I had my finger <laughs> over the microphone so I think it just looks like me going yes
2: I thought you were enjoying it that's the I thought that was the whole point he's, he's actually finally doing the, the show I, I was really tempted to click on it I, I, I,
0: click on it, it watch Maybe it just
3: one episode yep I feel like I feel that's like,
0: next next week's episode why don't we review some episodes next like week
3: I feel dirty just watching that. and
0: then we can talk about what animal we dress up as to go on dates
2: well just keep your pants on for the show and yeah, you know that, that should be fine don't, I don't keep my about. pants on for no show <laughs> God, Sesame Street must be fucking awkward in your house Good lord, okay, moving on <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah, Jackass looks, looks good, it looks funny I like Steve-O's line of like It says like at 50 you, can, you, you can't do these stunts anymore Good thing Johnny Knoxville's 49 I'm like, <laughs> I'm on board
2: yeah, oh look it looks fun like there's going to be um you know Johnny Knoxville gets in the ring with a bull and gets hit by a bull which looks kind of cool. Um he always does that. He's the radio I guy. I know. It's good to see him actually f- wiping out at his age. So you know they're pulling out all the classics. Someone's going to get shot in, in the face or you know things are going to explode. I did like the uh, the last <laughs> last shot is one of the I think that might be it's either their producer or Spike Jones, like, gets honey poured all over him, and then they re- yeah. release a bear into the room. Yes, that looks kind of cool. in his lap. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so, that yeah. looks interesting. I'm, I'm entirely on board for that. <laughs> you him literally shit a brick as soon as they open the door. <laughs> Don't move. They tie him down so he can't move.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to that. Jackass. I think all the Jackass movies are on um, are on Netflix as well, except they. It's it's the it's the normal version. So it's not the uncensored version where it's, uh, Chris Pontius drinks horse sperm.
1: Yeah. Is
3: it, <laughs> is it just me, or is there a certain part of you that feels like you're you're more highbrow than some of these films, but you'll still fucking watch them and love them?
2: <laughs> oh no, fucking no. da. <laughs> listen, I'm too good for to Jackass.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I know no, what machine gun de- no, Kelly's you know, fucking, but I'm not going to watch this
3: you film.
2: I wish
1: you were, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, fair enough. Like, yeah. Look, there is something. I, I, there is something so satisfying to me about watching someone d- try to do something and and get hurt. Like it's I don't know. It's the funniest home videos thing. Like this, it's always something. Watching some dude fall over and whack his nuts on something. It's great. I love it. That's, That's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Laughs at anybody falling down, no matter what. Yeah.
2: See, I, I think I find it more funny when, like, people are deliberately trying to be cool to do something and then they, you know, end up face planting. Totally. That's my favorite one. Accidental falls, I'll still laugh at, but not as hard as, like, someone trying to achieve something and be awesome and they just fucking wipe out and bite it. That's the best. Um, yeah. I've watched too much Fail Army on the internet. Oh, Fail Army is fantastic. Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
0: but there's nothing more devastating than when Kevin from the office is carrying the chili and he falls and he spills it all oh, over the floor. That's, that's a devastating, devastating
2: fall. Oh, it's, and he tries to get it back in when he's got like the binder. He's trying to shovel <laughs> it in. No, you just, you hear him go, Oh, <laughs> 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 oh it's still good. Oh,
0: good, so good.
3: Uh, so that is coming out at some point. Did you guys not catch when it was coming out?
2: I'm not actually sure. So I Soon. believe it's this year at some stage. <laughs> Um, <laughs> good, good that we have these kind of details i mean that's yeah. that's what you come to this show so, for is the details
0: you listen for the banter not for the information maybe the dating information thanks to tom
2: <laughs> october i believe october 22 <laughs> is when it comes out all right and then ah. what
3: i'm imagining will be the last piece of news unless we start to get sidetracked by things we of course have the new trailer for Dunk, as well as a series of character posters that were also released at the same time. And I'm going to say that Judy put a yawn emoji into our listener community. If you're not in there,
1: check it out. I certainly did, Carton.
3: And my immediate reaction after watching it was this looks fucking amazing. I am so keen for this. This is the most excited I've been from a movie trailer in a very, very long time.
2: I believe Duty is living on his own planet, where he is completely unmoved by this this movie. He's already like run ev- out of spice. Everybody else that seems to be excited for it, even people who don't potentially have might not have seen the first one, are excited for this
1: movie.
0: Cool. I'm glad you're excited. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, prob-
0: it's, it's probably going to be like when you guys reviewed. What was it uh, Godzilla King of Monsters? Where it's like, that's what we're doing this week. I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. Man, it's gonna- there's so many people that want to talk about it, so there's, there's lots of people to cover for me.
2: It is epic. Like, it, it has the most amazing cast. It has one of the most amazing sci-fi stories of all time. Like, it, is, it just looks spectacular as well. Yeah, I'm so down. So
3: so down for this. Um, and, Judy, the, the very point that you aren't excited for, this means that you have to be on that episode, by the way. absolutely we need Uh, the you know need the other end of the spectrum yeah that's (laughs) how it works if you didn't want to
2: see it you should have pretended to be excited Uh. (laughs) and i used the word (laughs) spectrum very deliberately there dirty Uh, yeah i I noticed (laughs) i was like "Eh, no better not (laughs) say it i mean it's it's just going to be fantastic i can't wait i I, it's been a long time coming we've had delays and delays and delays but yeah i it's just going to be good it's so much uh, What's the story of the like it's it's, it's some rich it, it's Oscar Isaac's son good having
0: that you a don't vision know the story? No because I I want to know what the fuck I'm watching it looks like a visual wank Why fest do you like really I'm know. it's go in there cuz that's what gets me involved please, is the story like watching it's the, it's the trailer is just like but it's, like, it's big shots and it's fucking sci-fi and a giant worm and fucking rain and shit. And I'm like, cool, these are all great shots and special they're effects. But it's they're v-
2: meant to make you ask questions to go and see the story. <laughs> that's, what, no. that's what they're for. All right, all right look, tr- l- let's give Duty just a little taste, okay? So basically within the universe of Dune, there is a, a thing that exists called Spice. Um, it is a, a drug, um, if 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 you will, that basically is used for a variety of purposes. So it um, it gives you like uh, it extends your life. I think there's like something that fucks with your brain and it makes you like superhuman brain thinking, um, but it also allows for um, space travel, so you can travel faster than light across the galaxy. Um, and it oh fucking hell, this thing does everything. It does. It's it's this cover all. It's just this amazing thing, and it only exists on this one specific planet, which is called June. Um, and so okay. it basically, and the 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 whole theory is, and one of the lines they use is, "He who controls spice controls life," and it's it it. it, it it's it's managed throughout the universe as a as as this particular resource. So, um, whole planets basically go to wars over this, like you know, and fight each other off. And the, this one particular planet is given like the responsibility to look after the planet and uh, look after the planet of June and manage it and make sure that the spice you know the spice must flow is another quote that comes out from these films. So yeah, basically the whole idea is it's it's control or power of this particular planet and and how that's Mm. operated throughout the universe and it's there is very sort of game of thrones level of plot details of people betraying other people and backstabbing and there's all sorts of weird and wonderful things that happen on the planet itself which has this whole new ecosystem that people just don't know about that you find out and, and discover along the way so it's just it's a really interesting intricate story and it's just done on a scale that you couldn't possibly imagine so it's, it's going to be really epic
0: see now if the trailer had any sense of story to it that from what you're saying like it's 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 this this fucking product that comes from this one planet controls the entire universe because it's used for everything yeah and it's it, awesome sweet I, that makes sense
2: will, cool i'm now on board the trailer is a visual fucking wank fist. well i will i will say that the trailer is specifically being designed for people who already know what dune is about so it doesn't necessarily give away any of the story because they're expecting that you would have you would have either read the book or watched the movie previously so i i agree with you for somebody who doesn't know what's going on it's mm. there's a lot going there's a lot that you wouldn't understand but if you've seen the movie before and or read the book you will understand exactly what's happening here and that's why i think people are so excited for it because it just ticks all of the right boxes for a trailer at least i'll be honest
3: right i didn't know any of that i was still <laughs> oh
2: look it's I it's gonna be like, great
3: i haven't seen the original film i haven't read it the most exposed like i've heard of it and i knew about it mainly based off the game more than anything um, okay and sort of oh that's
0: right yeah, there was a video game. game
3: for it um and understand the basic premise of that and yeah. i just to, to be honest Maybe a special effects wank fest is what gets me hard.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Denevanus. So, I mean, he's, he's all about the special effects. He's done some amazing things. And, I mean, what he did with uh, 2049 Blade Runner, um, what he did with Arrival, like there, he just does good things um, on, on the cinema screen. So, very much looking forward to it. Did you know
3: that, that the main guy in this uh, who's playing the prince. He's yes,
2: seventeen. Timothy Chalamet.
3: He's twenty-five.
2: Yeah, he looks like he's two. Yeah. He's just so—he's—he's he's a baby face.
3: And apparently, some people really think he's like super drop dead gorgeous. And I'm just like, motherfucker, that looks like—he looks like a sixteen-year-old. He's got a tiny head. <laughs> he's a baby. A tiny um, rigid head. So many angles on that guy's face.
2: Yeah.
0: So many angles on that guy's face.
2: <laughs> No, look, he, he is a he is a pretty good actor. So um, I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing him um, in, in this.
3: Yeah, I'm, ca-
0: I'm so I'm ca- It's got a, it's got a pretty decent cast. It's got Jason Momoa, pretty which, decent. Like, as, I was, <laughs> <clears throat> as I was sitting there watching the trailer, I'm just sitting there like, I don't care, I don't care. Hey, Batista's in this.
2: Uh, hey, Oscar Isaac's in this. Uh, fucking Aquaman.
0: And then I'm like, Yeah, I'm on board.
2: <laughs> It has everybody. Yeah. Stellan Skarsgård's going to be in there. Oscar Isaac, Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin's in there. Um, oh, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's the cast is huge, so it's it's going to be absolutely epic to watch all of that happening. And like the they've talked about like all of the um, the makeup and the prosthetics that some of the people had to wear. I think uh, Stellan Skarsgård was saying he gets into makeup. It takes him like three hours to get in and out of all of the gear that uh, he wears for his role. So um yeah very cool I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing how that comes out on the screen. Yes.
0: How well did the 1984 movie do? Oh,
2: great. N- not well.
0: <laughs> not well. So what makes it think that this movie is going to do well? Just just, just not not being a dick but like oh, uh- you you <laughs> bet you using the same uh, source material and stuff like that.
3: in the uh, what was it 80s 90s uh, 80s, 70s? uh 84
2: it was
0: 80,
3: 84
2: yeah. but
0: it's like you had star wars you had star trek you had alien alien taken yeah. hey, you not pull this No, off? see
2: i think the scale and the scope for this is so big it would be it would have been like you know um you know star wars starting off at episode one and doing all of those things with the big scales they 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 didn't do that because they knew they couldn't so they went to episode four as their first one so uh, they tried very very hard to make this work and i just think they were hamstrung by the the technology at the time they've tried this is one of those ones that had been tried to be uh, they've tried to make this story several times just because the story itself the book itself is so quintessential, as far as sci-fi is concerned, that they they just need to capture it somehow on, on film and it's really, really hard to do so I, I think with Denis Villeneuve, like because of what he's done with you know past films, I think he has the skills to be able to translate it to screen Um, and, and basically he has a, the really good bones of what the first June film was and he's just going to make that better and work properly
3: Ooh, The first film, wow their budget was immense yeah, how much of that? Forty five million dollars. Woof. Compared to Star Wars. What's the budget for this one? Star Wars and New Hope. Mm. That was what, seven years earlier? Was eleven. Mm. Yeah. Oh you gotta Empire, adjust for
0: inflation. Things were a lot cheaper in the seventies compared to the eighties.
3: Back was thirty three. Which was when was that released?
0: Seventy nine. Oh, yeah, 1980, yeah, 79,
3: yeah. So
2: it was a, it was a fucking lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they, they had a big cast in this one. They had Sting um, <laughs> as one of the bad guys. He's pretty amazing in that. Um, Kyle McLaughlin was pretty huge at the time. And, uh, of course, Patrick Stewart looking exactly the same age as he ever did. Um, that man definitely did not ever age. He does not no. age. Would, you, would no. you
3: recommend watching it?
2: I'd recommend watching it as a context film, um, understanding yeah obviously the the limitations they had at the time but what they try to achieve i think it'll be a really good reference piece if you want to go in cold turkey though i'd probably say watch the new film but what and then see the old film to see oh wow okay that's what they started from but i think um yeah it's definitely a good reference piece and will help you to better appreciate what they're going to do in this uh, this next one yeah because well this the one's streaming a
3: platforms have gone out and acquired it now because okay. you, you can fight, you can see the original Dune. I think it's on Netflix. I think it's on Stan and on Amazon. I think I saw it on all three of them. Oh wow!
0: Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? There's another trailer, an even better one. That's better than Dunk, <laughs> and it's better than whatever we talked about just now—the uh, the Witcher and the the Jackass one. It's the trailer for Loch Ness by the Grand Tour on Amazon. <laughs> it looks fucking great. <laughs> Wow (laughs) Tom's got this most serious go fuck yourself (laughs) It's called a build up 30th July baby Build up up. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love the Top Gear guys Or the Grand Tour guys Whatever you fucking want to call them Uh, The the estimated budget for this Dunk movie is 165 million dollars That
2: doesn't surprise me in the
0: slightest I feel like that's not that much money well, d- for like for like a big, grandiose fucking movie, it doesn't seem like that much money. Dune comes up twice on IMDb. Why? Oh, it's a TV series. Is it? Uh, yep, it's a series. They came out in 2000. Oh. And it has a 7 out of 10. There you go. And it only had one season, I wonder why. Well,
2: look, I, I think there's there's obviously, you know, they'd committed to a lot of this budget before, you know, they'd COVID and all the rest of it. But, I mean, if you look at mm. 2049, Blade Runner 2049, that was a similar budget. I think it was about 150 mil for that one. So, uh, let me take a look. yeah, so the, it was around about that same mark. So I think he can do a lot for less. Um, he did amazing stuff with miniatures and, and all sorts of modeling in there, but just the, um, yeah, some of the tracking shots that they did with all of those, you know, the space cars and all the rest are just amazing. So if he does anything close to that in June, I think we'll be very, very happy. It's the, the th- uh, one, one one fifty yeah. for
3: 2049. thing I, I, I didn't talk about either. I'm surprised he didn't mention um, wheel of time.
2: Oh, wheel of time. Yes. TV series. I'm, I'm, Excitedly nervous about that one. It's it's one of those ones that could really, really work or really, really not. So, yeah.
3: I'm keen to say it because I've heard fantastic things about the books, but I'm oh, yeah. not a reader. I don't read books. Um, yes. So I'm keen to see the series and what it's actually like because I've heard amazing things oh. about the series. Yeah.
2: Oh, look, it is it is definitely an epic fantasy series. I I love it. I've read all 14 books. Um, it is finished, unlike Game of Thrones. Um, I will just say, though, that the author did die before um, he, he finished the series and passed his notes on to uh, Brendan Sanderson, who finished it up. Uh, I don't particularly like Sanderson. Some people do, but that's okay. Uh, it is still a very epic series. It, there is so much content they could do. They could make this show for years. Um, if they chose to. So it'll just be, I think it'll be interesting to see how much they try and cram in the first series. Uh, and yeah, well, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll see more and more.
3: Well, actually, Siobhan's been trying to collect a certain paperback book, uh, series of those books. Um, yeah. One of the printing where they all had matching ones. Okay, yeah. I think she's gotten them all yet. I need to tell her to get them before the series comes out. <laughs>
2: Oh 100%. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> if she doesn't yeah.
3: they gonna skyrocket in price if it's good. Absolutely. The
2: original artwork uh, ones are very hard to find. Um, you can purchase them, I think Tor does uh, produce them now. They are probably I think twice as expensive as just getting the playing covers, but they they are worth getting if you can. I've got a I've got a few of them in the hardback form as well and they're pretty awesome. So, yes, definitely worth reading. If you're into like fantasy books, it is like it's epic. Outside of, I'd say, um, Raymond Feist and, like, the magician stuff, if you... Outside of, you know, obviously Tolkien and Lord of the Rings, like, it it builds an amazing universe that is almost unparalleled in uh, fantasy writing. It's got to be better than Game of Thrones because that last season was fucking awful. Look, Game of Thrones is... uh, (sighs) Game of Thrones was very – it's a shocking series that likes to shock you and surprise you. I don't think there's anything shocking or surprising about um, Wheel of Time and such, but it is a really good epic quest kind of thing, um, and there's a really rich world that they develop within that. So I think there's a lot of good history that they, that you can build on um, and enjoy that Game of Thrones just kind of glosses over. Oh, it fucking happened ages ago. Fucking dragons and Valerian steel and – yeah. We're doing the prequel
3: series. It'll give us everything we want. Yawn. No.
0: (coughs) Yeah, there's a yawn emoji right there.
3: (laughs) But it's based on the Targaryens.
0: Oh, yay. Who gives a fuck about the Targaryens? No one. That's who.
3: They're blonde and fuck each other.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because that's what the world needs right now. More blonde people fucking each other. (laughs) Speaking of blonde people fucking each other, any news from Hollywood couples? Tom, Um, you seem to be have the finger on the pulse there. Uh, mm, mm, uh, (laughs) uh. I wouldn't really want to be a
0: finger on the pulse of people fucking each other. (laughs) His heart rates up pretty high. You might want to slow down there. He could die. (laughs) He's got wiggle.
3: It's
2: Harrison Ford. He hurt his shoulder getting a jacket on, (laughs) getting ejaculated on. I I missed that part.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't think There's any more news Does anyone have Anything else Don't think so No No Cool if you enjoyed this episode, and you might not have, we might have just shot on some movies or TV shows that you like, who knows, um, you can leave a review on the podcasting app you're listening to. Uh, if you want to get on board, get involved with what we talk about, all that sort of stuff, you can jump onto the Shaking On Node listening community. Uh, we recently had a challenge to put photos up of our most recent selfies, and my brother put up a photo of himself with Transformers, which wasn't
2: a selfie. Does he know what a he selfie is? Under- Does he understand no, he just- the technology <laughs> involved with selfies? It is an, a camera and your arm. Like, that is it. Like that's, Yeah.
0: His, uh, his, his shtick, it was basically the, can I come too? <laughs> <And> just <laughs> him with Transformers, not a selfie. Anyways, uh, if you want to get on board, get involved with what our community is doing. You can do so at the shaking. Not Nerd listener community. If you type shaking. Not Nerd into the, into the search bar at the top of your Facebook, uh, two things come up. One is a really great restaurant down on Ligon Street, and the other is our listening community. <laughs> and the first one is a lie. Um, I've been duty. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Tom, anything to add? Yeah, join the listening
3: community. Talk to us. We talk back. We're friendly.
2: <laughs> we post the trailers in there that are, that are snore-worthy. <laughs> and the ones that aren't. And I tend to post lots of memes because, you know, I like to do that kind of thing. I'm so happy the
3: family memes have fucking died out.
2: Oh, Stop my God, oh they God. need it's to get back up. I can put some more family no, memes. No, it, it, <laughs> no. Fuck no, off. You guys are worse than the actual other
3: people. <laughs> Actually, dude, you were really bad. What are you saying? Fuck <laughs> off. You were doing
0: it. <laughs> My brother did it a lot more Oh, he did it <laughs> You were the main
3: culprit
0: <laughs> I was not I, I Jack Hughes All of you I didn't do jack shit It
3: was, a, it was like <laughs> Twice a day I was getting pinged By the community Of people putting up Bloody family names
0: Oh, that was That was one of the questions From the listening community uh, Do you have a drunk persona? Like how Fuzzy has Stan That's
2: correct I don't Careless Dan his know. name is um, he's, he's completely different Careless, Careless Dan <laughs> no, dr- <laughs> I think Tom
0: is just Tom
3: Drunk Tom doesn't have a separate name He likes to agree to go to things and do things He likes to agree <laughs> to go on boat And it never turns up Boat cruises Oh
0: okay Boat cruises yeah, agreed to
3: go on a boat cruise once Thank god I didn't buy tickets so <laughs> uh, Yeah he agrees to do a lot of things when he's drunk Um
2: but old drunk Tom isn't as uh, loose as young drunk Tom was. Well, reminded yourself, ask Tom to do stuff when he's shit-faced. Alright, good. <laughs> How do you know,
0: if you go back onto YouTube and you take a look at one of our like old uh, episodes, you can see Tom down an entire bottle of Captain Morgan because uh, the video cameras are running. I
3: can't actually, it's the it's the one where, the, uh, where it cuts off halfway.
0: Ah oh, fuck! <laughs> no, no, you said that. We just heard this beep, and What was that? You no, no, no.
3: In another episode, and I went back to the site to look at it, but no, it's the one where the episode cuts off. I do down the entire bottle oh. of the episode, but
0: you don't see it. Yeah, well, uh, let's get Tom drunk and make him take his pants off to that Netflix dating show.
1: <laughs> make. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, well I've been Doody, hope you've enjoyed the episode and uh, if you did, awesome I'm glad you enjoyed it.
2: I've been Fuzzy, I hope you enjoyed it also. I've
3: been Tom enjoy (laughs) me